Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Angie B on Crystal's View. And we are continuing on our Money Talk Monday, the series on money management in marriage. And today's subject is his, hers, or ours by Focus on the Family. This is coming up next on today's show. So I hope you guys are excited about this info. Um, please do go visit Focus on the Family so you can hear more um, great stuff that you can learn about, you know, balancing your household. Um, I like to Google things um, and do research on stuff. Like when I was trying to get pregnant, I did a lot of research to figure out what what I could do to better improve my health situation. Um, I also Google a lot of ways to do my finances. So um, this is how I stumbled on this. And I thought this would have been a great share on my podcast, um, talking about this subject matter, especially since I myself am Marod. So, um, so when we're talking further into this, yes, there will be Bible Bible verses because um, uh, Focus on the Family is a Christian-based uh, website. Um, the headings that they're going to look at uh, for this particular um, series on his, hers, and ours is um, the consideration, okay, understanding and budgeting okay and then um then, then they're gonna look over different ways to bookkeep and this then a third i know i touched i touched on this at the beginning of this whole series but this one goes right into depth also um if you are following along with your bible and you're not a Christian and you don't really listen or whatever, It this is still good meat and potatoes, um, whether you believe in God or not, okay? Um, we all need a base and a structure to really gain a better understanding of things. I'm not a fool, so I'll never turn down knowledge no matter where it comes from. Um, you take knowledge and then you just discern for yourself what it means to you in your life, okay? So if you do have a Bible handy, um, they're gonna be the the verse that we're referencing um is Mark ten verses six through nine. So we'll be talking more on that when I get back. Like I said, we were going to go over the article here on Focus on the Family. Um, they did reference Mark 10, verses 6 through 9, and the verse goes like this. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. So 
basically what Focus on the Family is saying is unity isn't just a romantic notion. It's an important reality having an impact on every area of life, including finances. So where you were separate prior to marriage, you're now one including where and how you used to spend your money. So his money or her money doesn't really um, come to life here. It, You know, it never fails. I start to record, he gets down easy, and then he starts to scream. So I'm going to pick him up now. <laughs> and there it is. Motherhood. And this is our oneness right here and bottled in this one child. <laughs> um, so basically, when you get married, prospering as a team begins with putting all the skills, assets and liabilities together to make a plan for two people to become one, one individual, one individual plan, one individual um, set of rules. Uh, especially when it comes to finances, so you guys can get on the same playing field. I, on the other hand, don't agree that all accounts should be together. Um, I believe that you guys should have a similar account where you're paying monies out of it. And I think on one of those segments, I mentioned that, like you should have like a your own account where you have your own money to do your own thing and then a common account to pay common bills. So I think this might get into that, but I don't know. I'm going to read over it. Okay. So over here in this paragraph, it says, I recommend that couples avoid having separate financial anything. You see, including a checking account. You see, I don't know if I agree with that, like I said before, because when they, and this is what they are saying, when they develop a his money versus her money philosophy, it usually leads to fights and division. I guess for this part, I could definitely um, agree uh, with the whole like fighting over what's mine and what's yours type thing, if, if it comes down to that. So in other words, uh, according to the website, it's saying it's it's dangerous to a relationship when couples are not working together and choosing how to spend or invest assets. So I guess in relation to that, when it comes to spending and asset building, yeah, you should have common ground. I agree. You should um, like have a space where you guys agree on how you're going to build uh, your estate. For your future family, right? Um, so under the consider this heading, um, this is what it says. It says, if you don't trust your spouse with money, do you really trust him or her at all? And that that actually strikes deep. I don't know of how many of you guys are married that are listening, but really and seriously, if you can't trust them with money, how do you really trust your spouse? Like seriously, um, I want to say no. That's an honest thing. I, I don't trust you if I'm not trusting you with money. <laughs> all right. And this is what they say behind it. The unwillingness to join all assets and bank accounts after marriage is perhaps a danger signal. And uh, that unresolved trust issues could still be lingering. So I totally agree with that statement. I believe that 
yeah, you don't trust your spouse. And that's a problem. I think you should, if you plan on marrying someone and being in a relationship with them for a really long time and building a future, building a state and, you know, just building something, um, you should trust them, including your finances. So they're telling us now to just consider these guidelines. So first you want to use understanding. Uh, at Crown Financial Ministries, okay, now they're, okay, they say marriage is like the partnership of the left and right hands. My son's bothering my grandma, his grandma, my mommy. So you hear her in the background. I see he's attacking her. It's, it's a cute thing. <laughs> okay, um, so let me see. Like the partnership of the left and right hands of the same person, right? They're perfectly matched, but totally opposite. So one hand working alone will not accomplish half as much as two. So, you know, you get the concept here. Two eyes are better than one. Two heads are better than one. You know, one hand washing the other, right? So many tasks are impossible without two hands working together. So before you begin making financial decisions, it's best to understand how your other hand works. So really establishing a platform of understanding how your partner is when it comes to their own finances is like a prelude into knowing how you guys are going to work well together in your marriage when it comes to finances, right? So many tasks are impossible without two hands working together. So before you begin making financial decisions, it's best to understand how your other hand works. Take the time to learn how your spouse sees money, right, risk, and long-term planning. Once understood, differences are often seen as complementary strengths. Um, I like that because where you're weak, I'm strong. And where I'm strong, you're weak. We can work this. We can work on these things and then learn from each other to grow and be better in those areas. That's a partnership. That's a marriage. That's what should, how should, how things should work. Um, The next bullet is budgeting. And it states here, without a plan, great things are rarely accomplished, okay? I agree with this, again, um, from a business standpoint. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of you guys who have already heard this prior to. But, you know, getting a plan together, making common goals are just ways to just stick to your household budget so equipped with insight into your spouse thinks right and feels about money the way they think and feel about money uh, make a budget that suits your mutual goals so common goals if you have them set this will help you guys keep on track and stay on task to that Uh, many wonderful and free tools can help you get started right but remember this simple rule always spend less than what you make and i actually teach this principle when i take on clients when you have a credit card i like to use the credit card as an example if you have a hundred dollars i like using a hundred bucks as a credit limit i'm pretty sure there are people out there that have more money on a credit card but i'm going to use a hundred because it's a round nice round number okay you're not going to spend a hundred you're only going to spend 25 dollars of that hundred 
okay? Because creditors are going to be watching your debt to income ratio. And even with the 25, you still want to at least just spend maybe 15 bucks of that 25 that you're allowing yourself to spend. Do you guys get that at all? Okay, that's another thing with that. And I also use that rule when it comes to creating a budget, a business budget. Um, You don't want to spend everything that people are paying you for a service. But you want to make sure that you're creating a plan and that your budget also includes overhead and all this other structure. So this totally makes sense to me. You totally don't want to max out credit cards and all that other stuff. Okay, so always spend less than you make. So never budget to the exact amount of money you're making or bringing into your household. That's setting yourself up for failure. You're not even allowing yourself enough time or room provided that an accident or a layoff or something occurs in your household. So this makes total sense. All right. And they have a marriage assessment that you can actually go on a focus in the family and get taken care of. It's called discover the strengths and weaknesses of your marriage in order to strengthen and grow your marriage. It is important to first know and evaluate how it does, how it, how it's going, right? How it's doing. So they offer this assessment for free on the website, which is pretty amazing. I suggest you take it. Um, and bookkeeping. Okay, so this is practically speaking, only one person should maintain this book, which it was mentioned before um, in in my previous, um, my previous uh, um, episode, it was mentioned, you definitely want to make sure you're doing some sort of bookkeeping, even though either the husband or the wife primarily handles the balancing of the checkbook both should be fully trained and able to do so so i'm going to leave you guys with that for now um let that marinate a little bit replay it and i'll talk to you soon Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Angie B on Crystal's View, and I'm back. Unfortunately, my son's not asleep, and I've been trying to get this episode recorded for the longest. He's actually here listening to me talk about him not going to bed while I try to get this um, series complete for you guys. Hello, hello. I'm looking for um, my references right now uh, um, for um, focus on the family. I think I might have made a boo-boo and cleared it out. What do you think about that, Mr. Salim, my baby boy? You're, like, tired. And then I have my dad listening to <laughs> an episode. I love feedback, y'all. So, any one of you guys are welcome to give me feedback in a message. Um, if you love it, please subscribe to my um, podcast. And if you really think it's valuable and you can really help someone with it, 
please, please, please share, share, share. I'd really appreciate it. I think I'm going to have to Google the website again. Somehow, I made a boo-boo and got out of it. So now I've got to wait for this thing to load. Um, yeah, I don't want to do that. Let me research it again. Uh, that's the one I was on. Just bear with me while it comes back up. Okay. And, okay. So, uh, I believe I ended on the bookkeeping. The next, the next section of this series is, of this particular topic of this series, is making financial decisions together. Now, I know that this is like one of the hardest things to do when you're in a relationship, right? Is doing things together, especially when you are just coming together. It's You don't have that rhythm down. You haven't like learned how to work with your partner just yet and make it happen, right? So in this episode, it's saying in talking with families around the world and in my own home, according to folks on the family, I've learned that the best way to reach a peaceful agreement when discussing money is to decide ahead of time how decisions are going to be made before things get heated. I think that's a logical way to do it. Um, let's, you know, let's talk first before we get into something about, you know, that. And finances. Remember, finances is a major key in a lot of divorces. So talking it over, I believe, actually helps, um, one, create a dialogue off of something that's really not easy to talk about when you're in a, in a relationship, right? Um, so the author uses his, his wife as an example. Um, and he says that he makes a point to hearing, you know, each other out um, without making rude comments or interrupting, which is peaceful, you know, just it's a peaceful discussion. I believe that's what you should have when you're discussing um, finances, okay? And it's helpful when you're trying to make a unified decision um, on things that actually will affect the both of you guys, right? Um, he uses something called, uh, it's just funny because when I do my health coaching, we use um, stoplight eating. So he uses a stoplight system uh, when it comes to decision making, which is pretty cool, pretty profound, I think. Uh, it's and he says it's a great tool for uh crossword decision d- discussions so i guess um for instance you have a red light a yellow light and a green light so i guess subject matters that you uh need to put a whole stop to you put on the red uh things that you would need that are very like i guess hard to discuss or can be discussed or um not easily discussed you put in the yellow so you proceed with caution right and then your green lights are you know easier subject matters that you could discuss over i don't know how he really works it but this is the i'm guessing uh what you would do in this scenario which i find it pretty neat it's a nice little tool right um so it gives you know the project oh here it is so uh, he says the green light is it, it is full speed ahead. If it's yellow light uh, for either of them, um, 
then they need to talk about it and um, pray, you know, further about it. And then if it's um, for one of them, it's a red light issue, um, then they stop and then they take a step back and they work towards getting a unified like thought on the issue. So uh, it's a little bit of what I thought it was. Um, now that I understand it, this is how they use the, um, what is it? Um, stoplight. <laughs> and then, um, they agree, um, on what's going to be the only one set of values and they make the choices. Of course, they're going to use God because, you know, their, their relationship is God based, Bible based centered. Right. Um, and then they they're saying that this actually helps them have peace um, in their home, uh, allowing God to be the center of it. So you hear my son. So Psalm one thirty three one is what they're referencing here, and knowing how good and pleasant things are when God's people live together in unity. So that's what that whole process is centered on. I think um, when it comes to religion and relationships, I think as a Christian woman myself, that it's just important to um, make sure that you do involve God in your union. Um, But, you know, not a lot of relationships begin that way. And that's, I mean, it's okay Um, but you have to also realize that you do grow, you change your perspectives, you, 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 you end up wanting a a center to cling on. And sometimes one of the partners do cling on God. And then that's another thing that actually can cause an issue within a relationship. Call it taboo if you want. Um, but when you have a different view on religion, it's really hard to hold together a relationship when you have a different view on anything in a relationship it really makes it hard especially big things like religion and money um it makes it hard to hold things together in a relationship so these are things that you want to think about when you're getting married okay so this has been my view um on this uh money talk monday on finances in marriage on my um series that i've been ripping apart from focus on the family uh in my view in my opinion again please you are so welcome to subscribe to my podcast please share 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 um if you're finding value even if you're not found finding any value share it anyway um i wish you all the best good night and don't forget to catch my next posting next Monday. God knows when that's going to happen. It may happen as late as now because now the time I'm telling you it's 9.50 p.m. My son is still up and I have him in my arms. But catch us next Monday for the next subject, which will be on the Focus on the Family Money and Marriage series. I am going over. Ooh, and yes, this is going to be super biblical. Those of you who do or do not believe in this, I behoove you to really pay attention to this source. It may or may not work for you. It's going to be on tithing. So you want to hear my take and my opinion on it? I say tune in. You guys have a good night. I'm going to put my baby to bed.